Hello, and welcome to this APQC Knowledge Management Podcast. My name is Ken Heyman, and I am a research specialist in the Research Services Department here at APQC. I'm pleased to be joined today by APQC Executive Director Cindy Hubert and KM Research Program Manager Lauren Trees. So in 2013, APQC partnered with its KM Advanced Workshop to identify 10 barriers to enterprise knowledge sharing. Over a series of KM podcasts, we'll address all 10 of these barriers. So, in thinking about an organization's culture, one recognized barrier to knowledge sharing is awareness. What does awareness refer to? So, awareness has a bunch of different components, but fundamentally, it's the widespread communication of KM approaches and activities across the organization. So KM programs typically you know, try to market their efforts so that employees understand what options are available to them and how to connect and how to access expertise and content. Great. Um, so can you describe how a lack of awareness can be a barrier to knowledge sharing? Ken, I'll build on Lauren. So it's not just the communication and the awareness, of the, the awareness as a communication, a mechanism for communication, but it's also the branding of your program and people really understanding why they should participate. Because as Lauren, we've always said, participation is the holy grail for knowledge management. And so, as Lauren said, if you don't have good communication, if it's not communicated sufficiently or in the right manner, there may be first just a lack of understanding of the tools and the approaches that are available to them. But then you go on in your communication and you're trying to go from understanding to more of people taking commitments and taking action of doing something. So I think one of the most important messages that you send to break down the awareness barrier is why people want to participate. There's a value proposition line, and that's what's got to be answered in all. Yeah, I mean, I think some people put out communications and say, okay, we've told people that these things exist, but they're not making enough of a connection with each audience to say, this is how you would use this tool or approach. This is what it's going to do for you as an individual. This is what it's going to do for your team and department. Um, you know, you really have to think about it. And you also have to think about the different audiences in your organization. You're going to have early adopters, and with them, the awareness all you have to do is tell them it's out there, and they're going to start playing with it, and that's where you really need to get into the commitment piece. Absolutely. And, but you're also going to have those late adopters, like my mom with her iPhone, you know, where you kind of have to work through the seven stages of grief of, we're really going to do this, you know, we've got denial, we've got bargaining, and we're finally going to get to acceptance. So different strategies. Absolutely, and I love your notion of adoption because you're right, with the new tech, and we love technology, right? Your mom included, my mom included. Um, we love it, and the technology will drive really quick adoption. However, now we get back to this commitment of how do I use it in the flow of work, and that's what takes a little bit more time because the tool gets tired. You now look for content and how that's going to enable you as a practitioner, as a participant in a knowledge sharing system, how it's going to enable your work and make it better. And that's where you get back to that true value proposition for building awareness. Why do you need it? Because it's going to do something for the business and answer the personal needs of the audience. Great. So that said, can you provide us with some ways to build or improve awareness of KM? 
So I'm going to start where I always start with this question, which is you've got to have a formal communications plan. You know, a lot of organizations, they go out there, they know they need to communicate, but they don't have a plan. And what we see in our research is that less than one in four organizations has a communication plan in place. Um, you know, you've got to have a clear brand for KM, and different organizations do this different ways. Some of them brand their KM awards. Some of them brand their KM roles. So, you know, I'm a Sherlock Sherpa, or I'm, you know, I have this particular role in the organization and I can identify it and there's a fun way to talk about it. And then you also need to vary your communications. I mean, email and computer-based training is great. And for your early adopters where all you need to do is tell them it's there and they want to go play with it, then that can work. Yeah. But there are people who are never going to read your emails. So. Absolutely. Think, too, of um, the power of your senior leadership, um, your sponsors, your champions for knowledge management, think of the power that they bring to promoting the awareness factor. So just in their, not only in their communications, but also just in their questions and how they ask if people are participating in the system. I, I still remember years ago one of the very best examples we ever saw of senior leaders really getting it is with its conversation as their leaders would go out to the field with their in-touch systems, they would go out and ask people had they contributed to the knowledge base. Or if they were in the middle of solving a problem, they asked, have you used our knowledge base? And there was such power in this because as an employee, you were afraid to say no. If you said no, you got a second chance, but it was a really good idea for them to drive that adoption and that behavior. And that's how awareness gets it's broken down, the barriers are waiting. Well, and even if you don't have those really active sponsors, I think sometimes doing the fun events, you know, doing, hosting office hours in the lobby of your office, having a poster up, getting people to engage with you and talk to you can help with the grassroots adoption, but it can also help you with the sponsorship, you know, if you are out there talking about it, doing fun things, get employees talking about it, you know, you might get the attention of a leader or somebody who's a little higher up the food chain and start to get their 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 mind working and, and realizing what the value is. Very good. I think you and I both agree there is a bottoms up and top down method to go about this. Thank you both for your valuable insight on this topic. We'll look forward to future KM podcasts where we address other barriers to knowledge sharing. If anyone would like to learn more on this subject, we invite you to visit the APQC website, www.apqc.org. Thanks for listening.